The podcast which you are about to hear is politically incorrect and offensive. The opinions expressed by the three assholes recording it are done so solely for comedy purposes. Listener discretion is advised. This is the Whiskey Reel. Four and three and two and one. No reason, no conscience, no understanding, and even the most rudimentary sense of good or evil. If what you say is true, the Shaolin and the Wu-Tang could be dangerous. Your mother sucks big fucking elephant dicks. Got that? Come on now, dog. You know I give you the mad, fat, superfly, stupid, dope, dumbass, retarded, bomb shit props. Take a big step back and literally fuck your own face! Every once in a while I throw a clap. <laughs> Never know. Some people throw house parties. <laughs> I throw clots into my lungs. Blood clots. <laughs> I am not healthy. I am not healthy. Bumba clap. Uh, speaking of not healthy, we're about to have snow down in Durango, Colorado. Um, it's yeah. a big deal. It's a big deal for businesses. It's a big deal for everybody, especially coming off of not having snow down the year before. Mm-hmm. We were all looking forward to getting back in the snow down. We're going to fucking... And then old Bobby Crown comes, dude, and fucking <laughs> rips through. Fancy Bobby's Bobby Crown. There is a Bobby term for every COVID-related for everything. Thing. COVID not my related. fault his name rhymes with stuff. Um, so, so that's just life. So, so yeah... I I'm, I think we're all we were all excited for the potential of mm. what Snowdown could bring because it's such a huge money generation um, event and let's be honest it's fucking fun and after being cooped up for as long as we were I was looking forward to doing the golfing event which I'm not now I was looking forward to at least seeing like going to the fucking uh, parade which I know is still happening for now yeah but. Man, I mean, after talking to people, the some of the major events and major participants in Snowdown have pulled out. Yeah, like fashion do's and don'ts is one of the biggest That's things. Huge. That's the one that every it's one that and the follies are the two things that are the hardest things to get tickets to. Right, yeah. the thing everybody wants to go see. And when I saw that, I was like, "Holy shit, is it's this really going to happen anymore?" It's real now. Well, I mean, the do's and don'ts is the actual kickoff party, basically for yeah. Snowdown. It's the first event. It's at lunch. At fucking on a Wednesday, everybody's hammered. Right? Everybody gets fucked up, and then it the momentum starts from and there, builds from there. You did say it's huge for businesses, but let's just call Snowdown what it is. It is a chance for mortgage brokers, people in the district attorney's office, for people to go dress up, paint their face, and so nobody knows who they are, and they can do cocaine and fuck randos. This is what it's for. It's for the usual the people that are not the DGens that we hang out with that go to the bars every oh, month. They get to try to get that all done in one weekend. It's spring break for everybody over forty, and. I know- <laughs> I know people that literally <laughs> over. Yeah, you're right. I, listen, okay. I know people. I well, listen, everybody under forty just goes and parties every weekend. So the, I know people like professional people that take if they get one week off a year at their job, they do it this week and they oh, go yeah. and they go go ham. And this is like you said, Sean. Like this is the one thing where you you see your CPA vomiting on a picnic bench. Yeah, yeah. you see your dentist. 
doing illicit drugs in the bathroom of a well-known establishment. I mean, <laughs> we don't know who that girl is, but it's not his hedgehog of a fucking wife. Oh, no. <laughs> that he's hanging yeah. out with that night. No, yeah. she's at home fuming. Yeah. That's what, that's what that yeah. happens. Kids there. in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Where's daddy? Where's yeah. daddy? Dad we comes home daddy. in his semen-covered Gandalf costume. <laughs> <laughs> we like to call that the bullion cape. Yeah. <laughs> You just soak it in water, and it's like ramen. What is this? Well, halfway through my transition from Gandalf the Gray to Grandalf the White, <laughs> it only got a little white. <laughs> Grandolfs. Grandolfs. Legal services. Grand Grandolfs. Come get your pipes here. They're That's, really expensive. Jesus That's Christ. funny. Uh, but no, I mean, who knows? <laughs> I feel bad because like now I'm working at a place not on Maine, so Snowdown doesn't have a huge impact to, like, the restaurants I'm associated with, but like if you're from college to 12th, dude, Snowdown's a big deal, and obviously deal. the hotels they they get a huge bump as well. But from what I understand, just being you know boots on the ground every day and talking to people, I don't see a lot of locals. the The regular DJs will still be there, yeah. but they're there every weekend. Yes. The out-of-town DJs that are going to be coming in, man, I know a lot of the, the activities that are there are going to, you're going to have to show a vaccine card or um, show testing. And um, I can tell you a certain business in Durango to go get a fake vaccine card. Um, but <laughs> not going to say. It's not, not like say, just a dude selling it, them out of his jacket? It might be a thing on a corner at a place. So, oh, that's so specific. That's, okay, that's, thing in a corner on a place. If I'm I turning go on my deeper, Bruce Wayne brain. If I go any deeper, everybody's going to know Then we're in trouble. But you already know who it is. Um, but no, that's that's a thing. So I was saying to you outside, as a person that schedules people to be in a yeah. business to do business, how does that feel? How do you reconcile and square the circle of like, I'm going to put all these people in front of a bunch of people at a well, restaurant and, to make and it we a, don't know what's going to happen. To make it a broader issue, like for the country, like we're not the only place in America that's being affected by this. Mm -hmm. um, no. Like Coachella's shutting down. Oh, they are? Every, I think well, they just like they're gonna release their shitty lineup. Well, that I guess lineup just, is We're just garbage. old now. Like we don't I give a shit. REO Speedwagon's getting back. They <laughs> dropped out. <laughs> what is our REO Speedwagon's like? Nah, -uh, man, we're playing the county fair in Valdosta, Georgia. Yeah, well, yeah, first of sure. all, if anyone has comorbidities, it's it's REO the members Speedwagon. of REO Speedwagon. <laughs> REO Slowwagon now. Yeah, so they're they're pretty slow. They're pretty slow. <laughs> REO Beefwagon. <laughs> they take their time. <laughs> um, dude, what was that thing of King of the Hill? The fudge cake. Oh, okay. yeah. I forget. Big Mountain Fudge Cake yeah. or some shit. Um, anyway, that's what REO Speedwagon has transitioned to. Definitely. But no, what do you what do you guys think? If you guys were owning a business on Main that required a lot of people to be servicing the people coming into town, wouldn't you have a little... Or or is is that paycheck rule all, my friend? What I would say is that you have to think about the long-term health of your business. Mm -hmm. So sacrificing a few big shifts is probably going to save you money in the long haul of just so you're talking on the employee level like if you were an employee not right no, that's no, what okay. i meant if, no if i was an owner oh okay if i was an owner i want to take care of my staff i want to make sure that after in snowdown, february i'm, I'm okay. gonna have people working there 
Right. You know what I mean? So you're saying, like, uh, try to do the math and see, are these three to four days of high sales worth, for the next two or three weeks, I've got to run two sections in my restaurant yeah. because I don't have anybody showing if up you're because lucky. it's spread around so much. If, if you're, you're lucky. lucky. Um, that's a, or you're just down. I agree. Dude, I agree with you 100%. And there's, I get the enticement. I, I We all do. It's, there's an opportunity to make money. But we've done without that for a year and a half and have survived. So the people that are here now that are survived haven't survived because um, Snowdown was a big event last year. We all got through that. There's no, our our paradigms have shifted. Our, yeah. our our metrics have shifted. We know that we can survive with less. Do you put your people into harm's way, quote unquote? I'm not saying that's definitive, but. That's got to go into the back of your mind as a business owner. Like, do I sack? Or you just throw in the D team, chum the water, let them get fucked, and you're, you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's so terrible. You're like, ah, it's fine if we don't have these fucks for the day. Then again, then you're talking about like, you're talking about if, if during Snowdown, which is one of the busiest times in the year for people Typically. to visit town. If, if you put the D team in for your restaurant during Snowdown, Ooh. the word of mouth that could spread for how badly that place Let, was run during even during listen, Snowdown and during COVID could yeah. be harmful. Sean, be honest. We all don't like negative reviews. You do this for a living. God we don't like it. negative I reviews, right? I hate negative reviews. However, if a major, major business that's on Main Street has a couple bad nights, it's not like they're getting shut down or people aren't going anywhere. No. Like, I'm not saying give people bad service on purpose. What I'm saying is chum the water with some new booty and <laughs> let the sharks eat them. And then we'll be there on Monday to pick up the pieces. Yeah. And thank God it's not on fucking... Uh, I was excited this year because Snowdown wasn't on Super Bowl weekend. That so was just, the biggest boon. Oh, yeah. I was sure. like, think... Finally. Like, thank why the God. fuck would they have it during Super Bowl weekend? It made no sense. I have literally never understood that yeah. at all. And I from what I understand from the, uh, the Snowdown Board of Directors, um, they made the NFL at a week. <laughs> they now, that's rumor... So you're telling me that five gray-haired <laughs> ladies all hopped up on Pinot Grigio called right. Roger Goodell? <laughs> and Absolutely. my answer is yes, sir. Okay. Yes. I'll say this. No one in the town of Durango has watched the second half of a Super Bowl in 40 years. Because, like, you're so fucking exhausted dude, by the time yeah. that game I mean, comes dude, on. even Super Bowl's a chore. Oh, in this town. Like, uh, yeah. So it's no, great thanks. it's a week after. I was very happy to see that happen. And then obviously fucking Omicron came and kicked us all in the dick. And yeah. But I, either way, I want people to make money. We yeah. need it in town. It's a big deal. I just want people I'm to be safe. I'm torn on the whole thing. Like, I don't, like, I, I personally am not, I'm probably going to stay at home. I'm not going to go out and do well, anything. Well, I was saying, I'm going to do my own personal snowdown for friends and family at my house. I'm going to do a mattress race. <laughs> down the alley we're gonna do wet t-shirt contest oh man i'll never forget one men the, only that mattress race the one of the greatest things i've ever seen in that mattress race was in like 2009 when it was the egyptian theme and there was a team who all dressed up like hasidic jews and they had the word slave written on the back of their Whoa. suits that, that, <laughs> that can't happen now no <laughs> i'm nope. just saying no Nope. Are we are we talking about that the good old days when I used to hit? No, my that's wife not good and, old days. It was like it was hilarious, but it was that cringy kind of hilarious where you're like, I can't believe. No, trust me, happening. I've seen people in this town. They were laughing. So uh, we, before we get off Snowdown, <laughs> the drunkest 
that Aaron and I have ever seen each other. Yes. Without question, 100%. 100%. Was the Saturday we played the putt-putt uh, oh, yeah. putt golf tournament. There was like 14 people in our group, too, okay. like, trying to take turns. Oh, yeah. That one time. I was playing. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, you were the, So we finished No one's the ever holes. seen us drunker. We finished the holes <laughs> and then proceeded to the Elks. Um, I ghosted it. I've never smelled that. <laughs> <laughs> like it was pain and despair coming out from my pores. It wasn't alcohol. The alcohol was still there. What I remember is scary. One of our local liquor reps, who's a beautiful, calm, intelligent man. I'm not gonna get that was too weird detailed, but he put the team together. <laughs> um, oh no, that I'm, guy. Because I'm gonna have a follow-on comment. Apparently, he's a fucking psychotic. Why? Because you were there. This motherfucker was taking drops. Like, he brought a fucking pitching wedge with him yep. to the putt-putt tournament. He would just walk into oh, a Oh, he doesn't like to lose. And he'd be like, I'm taking a drop. And he would just rip a fucking golf ball yeah. across the fucking pole oh, wall. Yeah. And oh, yeah. you could just hear it. Ding, I remember being outside the, oh my God. smoking a cigarette because during oh. showdown we partake in things that make you, if you used to smoke cigarettes... You might be smoking some cigarettes if you understand what I'm sure, saying. Sure, sure. And I'm we're standing outside of Ponga's and I just see a golf ball. I just hear, whoa, and I see a golf ball fly out, and you mm-hmm. looked at me, you're like, that was that that was him. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. No. <laughs> what, what you his... don't remember that? He you took don't? two drops. You were blacked what? out by hole I four, dude. Yeah. <laughs> but I came to around hole twelve. And for people that don't know what we're talking about, since there's plenty of people that probably don't know what Snowdown is, but this golf tournament we're talking about is where eighteen bars in town build their own mini golf hole and then you just bar hop and you play mini golf. And it's not for the score. If you bribe the person with the scorecard, or you if you like buy get... the shot they're selling. Exactly. Yeah. But buy the, the shot, problem is you don't win anything. Yeah. You win pain. That's what you win. Yeah. There was a you certain bar. There's a certain bar on Maine, I believe, that forced you to not. They wouldn't even give you the thing. They just made you show them your butthole when yeah. you got there, just of to course. get in. That just is, to get in or else hey, you got a zero on your card. You know what they call that? The nineteenth hole. The Welcome <laughs> back to the riskiest of wheels and the whiskiest of reels. This is the whiskey reel, and I know we told you it was the last time last week. However, it is confirmed, it is documented, it is written in stone. This will be the last podcast in the bunker. Bobby filed an extension. Rightfully so. We have the OG team back together, and I know you guys already know that. We will do introductions. However, um, we are 30,000 feet under the earth for the last time. Next time you hear us, we're going to be in Mountainside Entertainment Studios. We are upgrading. We are beyond saying the bitch out of this thing. Uh, We're going to be in high-tech studios. There's going to be laser beams. There's going to be laser cats. There's going to be laser malt liquor. For those of you who understand what malt liquor is, you understand what that is. Laser malt um, liquor. I was trying saying. to do I'm trying to do Billy D. Williams That's laser malt liquor at Cold 45. Yeah, I know he did Cold Okay. 45. You're my uh, one uh, malt liquor picker. <laughs> uh, to my right um, is uh, we we lovingly call him the Bobby Crown, or that he he's the master of all anti Bobbies, but in reality he's a sweet kind soul. He may or may not touch your ex wife. That's fine. He totally That's, has. He has at some point. That is your problem, sir, not his. <laughs> Understand me? You cannot get vaccinated against this man. You can merely hope to wait it out and feel better. 
This is one Mr. Bobbeth Van Noyes of the Tallahassee Van Noises. Oh, hi, guys. Hi. Uh, wow, that was extensive. Thank was, you. Uh, to my right, I, I'm so thrilled to introduce. I know you guys recognize the voice. You're not introducing. Of... Oh, as soon as they heard the voice, like half the people were like, oh, yeah. well, oh, not yeah. listening yeah. to this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got enough of that before. Can't I get my, this my racism bingo card out. <laughs> he is my 260-pound sweet baby. Oh, you're so sweet. Baby, yeah. Jesus, Chuddlesworth, you're being the so third. <laughs> Welcome back, our chuddy buddy. We love him so the much. The chuddiest. Chudwick Bozeman is back in the bunkie for one more go around. Ah. Ah. The Fat Panther. Baby <laughs> Ruth. Jesus. The Fat Panther. I like that. That's not a bad idea for if we do another comic book snowdown, I could be the Fat Panther. The Fat Panther? Yeah. Just spray paint, just spray black latex all over me and put the. Yeah. <laughs> what a burger forever. Well, <laughs> Fuck Whataburger. I am so hard on the fucking In N Out Burger, like, and the Whataburger anti. There's Let a, there's him finish. A thing there. Let him finish. Oh, I'm finished. Done. Yeah. To oh, my right, it's the- Sean Moriarty. Oh, yeah. It's Sean. Yeah. That's oh, my name. They, they know that. To my right <laughs> is the general manager of the micro penis. Yes. <laughs> True. Yeah, but I own it all. He is Aaron Antonio Branderis of the Southern Rhone Branderises. Who talked a lot of shit earlier in this season and then watched the Saints completely implode. Yeah. Aaron Brandis. <laughs> well, it's funny when you don't have three of your quarterbacks. Oh, no, right? Why, yeah. why did you um, pull his string on that? I know. We got to hear it's about It's fine. No, 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 no. We had NFC a... South nonsense for the well, next. He's you... going to go full Tony Montana. I know. Yeah. That's a rough. You're also in a rough division. The, and the it's Broncos not are about terrible, the division. So it's about I didn't one. have half of my team and still had the same record as you. Anyway, <laughs> moving yeah, on. Yeah, but we had Vic Fangio. So. It, he's such a failure wow. that it like I didn't having know. Vic Fangio is the same as like having three. Guys I didn't know he down. took snaps. Anyway, let's get to the liquor. <laughs> Bobby, what did you bring this week? Well, I all right. Full disclosure. <laughs> I apparently so disheartened. <laughs> I apparently fucked up. Uh, we didn't fuck up. We've done this before. We've doubled whiskey so many times. We've doubled this whiskey. We did this on. This would be interesting, actually. You guys should go back to episode 89, 89. and listen to our tasting notes from <laughs> and two see years how much ago. Change. <laughs> and see, see if it what changes. A, what a shit show we were really back then. Um, but this is, I think it's really nice. This is Old Forester's Rye. It's a Hunter Proof Rye. And uh, we could talk about it. Yeah. What do you think? Well, since you're talking about, start off with the, your tasting notes, dear friend. Um, so my tasting notes and Sean brought this up and I'll just jump all over and take his, his notes, but, um, do it It for a hundred proof whiskey. This has a lot of smoothness to it. It's pretty rounded, um, for not, a rye, especially. not as spicy, even though I, this is like a 60% rye, 65% rye. Yeah. Um, you would expect a little more of that peppery, spicy mm-hmm. kind of thing. And it's got that it's there. Um, but it's pretty heavy on uh, malted barley. Yeah. And I think that kind of maybe is part of what's smoothing it out, kind of graining it out, maybe, you know, making it a little more um, closer to a bourbon. Yeah. Even though there's no fucking corn in this thing. It's like really? 10% corn maybe. I don't know. 
something like that. It's pretty low. the sweetness you get with a corn whiskey, but you don't have that like corn pop, like that very prevalent corn flavor at right. all. None of it. It's more. It's all straight caramel and like butterscotch. So when you're trying to smooth out whiskey, it seems like what you want to go for um, is either going to be barley or wheat to be your rounding agent. It, in, mal- in- malted barley, but I would say corn. Corn has a way of rounding out the high notes as well. And then the barreling and the aging of it, obviously. That's yeah, yeah. where you get the real fucking curve going right. rather than spikes. Um, yeah, it's hard to believe this is rye, man. Um, yeah. It's it's very linear in its bourbon-ness. Yeah, I know it's like two years in barrel, you know, at the minimum. Um, this is, it's interesting. I... If you were to blind me on this, I don't necessarily think it would be rye. I think it'd be a bottled and bond. Yeah, that's kind of tasted more like that. Um, But it has all the red apple. It has all the stuff that you kind of want to equate with this style. The one thing I will say with this: Old Forester, pound for pound, regardless, except for like the birthdays and the the special bottlings that they do, because they do bottlings that would make. Happy Van Winkle suck their dick. Um, they do bottlings that are so much better than people think for Old Forester. Oh, yeah. Every good bar that I know of is going to have this in the well. That's the sign of a good bar. If you have this, and it's well, not they're because, regu- like regular Old right? The bourbon. Yeah, regular yeah, 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 yeah. Old Okay. Only because pound for pound, price to price, 1v1, there's nothing better as a well product as Old Forester. Period. End of story. In my opinion, dude. Based remember on when they remember price, when they were yeah. in the, the and little dollar bins all... at Star when they had Ofo shooters in the dollar yeah, bins at Star? I almost ruined my life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody who knows bourbon enjoys bourbon. You don't need to even be a geek. Pound for pound, Old Forester gives a ton of bang for the buck. Yep. At twenty eight bucks for a liter, which for you cavemen out there is a third of a bottle more than a regular bottle. Yeah. Just yeah. put it like that. Why get into math and metrics but by the way we've already ingested a third of this bottle so. right so we have a full bottle left is what you're saying <laughs> right. yeah. so i ain't gonna learn the metrics hey. uh, <laughs> i never learned that metric system with that leader first it's that then it's social programs yeah, we're like just gonna, china we're Next gonna go down know. in flames being the assholes doing standard for the rest of our fucking lives yeah but anyway <laughs> great product. how many elbows tall is this guy is that a thing no but feet might as well like <laughs> just name a body part and measure it by. oh I don't know. In, in England, they measure weight stones. by stones. Yes. Yeah. That's kind of cool, though. He's, he's 13 nearly th- stone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> fat fuck. Hey, fatty. <laughs> in it. We're in it. Um, <laughs> We're so bad at that. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Oh, um, God. Also, oh, a little tasty note for me. I have a little bit of a conflicting opinion than okay. you. On the finish, especially the first few sips, that pepperiness was very prevalent, but only on the finish. If I don't keep sipping it, I get this like that tingly mouthfeel, peppery mouthfeel. That's after that for a while. That's after after you've swallowed, you get that. But if you guys want to take a sip, try it and breathe in. When you say laser beam, this cuts down directly the middle of your tongue to the back of your throat. That's what makes it like linear, concise. It makes it really fucking acute. This is that's this type of rye. It doesn't it doesn't hit you on the attack, peacock out in the middle, and then go back to a linear thing on the finish. This is a laser beam all the way through. What would you guys mix? Oh, what, what are the cocktails? Vermouth. I mean, this is a Manhattan monster. 
for me. Absolutely. This would be a killer ass man. Absolutely. Oh, no well, since it's snow down, um, I would probably mix this with uh, Rumplemans and Razzmatazz. <laughs> yeah. And shake that and Get serve it, that for about yeah, 75 cents. Of course cents. he would. Of course he would. <laughs> for 75 oh. cents for six ounces. No, honestly, um, I'd, I, I, I would mix. I like how peppery it is and how it cuts through. I'd put this in. This is, there are very few. I can't drink whiskey Cokes anymore, really, but I would probably enjoy a whiskey Coke. I would do this with ginger. It would be really yeah. nice. Um, and I mean, then, just as far as traditional cocktails, this would be a, a Saz whiskey. Yeah. Saz would works be a 100%. You could, I was saying Boulevardier. It's going to work for sure. Wherever the fuck you want to put it as far Amen. as right it's got a, go. It's got enough spine and backbone to mix. Yes. But uh, we're drinking it neat, as we always do here at the And program. it's a liter. Yeah. And it, oh, did I mention it was more than a regular? <laughs> and did we bottle? mention the 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 body? It's pretty. It's got some good body to it. It's pretty viscous. Yeah, but it's not sugary. But yeah, it's not but like, I wouldn't. I wouldn't call it. Yeah, I would call it medium. Close. I, I wouldn't call it like like I always put as the paramount, the top of the food chain as far as body of bourbon is Buffalo Trace. Yeah, for me. Like, that is the most viscous, like, candied fucking bourbon on the planet. And I love it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying this disparagingly. There's a place for that. Speaking of this candy. This is kind of That's the reason I brought up Rumpelman's. I, I, I still don't understand scientifically how that thing could be the consistency of corn syrup and be 100 proof still. It does, it's fucking black magic. It's a dude. It's a, like you <laughs> know what the funny Rumplemans is a hundred proof, dude. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's like it's pouring word, out caro syrup. It's the R-worded angrier brother of Jägermeister. That has killed a lot of white girls. Yeah, <laughs> yes, that. I had my friend boot scoot down a street on Rumplemans and then chip a tooth. Okay. So when you're having a Rumplemans <laughs> night, you better make sure dude, you got snowflakes. a dentist. Yeah, right. You got a colonoscopy in the morning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you've got right? Rumpelman's created a polyp immediately. Right. It, it actually did. Um, we drank on Friday and we buried Kristen. <laughs> here, here lies <laughs> oh, by Monday. Of course, it's Kristen, isn't it? <laughs> Brittany. Hey, oh, that Brittany rug. Was sweet. That rug really tied the room together. It really did it not? Did. <laughs> You're not talking about her vagina. Was inside. No, we're talking about okay. inside baseball. Oh, a okay. certain person that used to cuddle and watch Labyrinth with Bobby and now <sighs> lost wow. a family heirloom. Yeah. You might. Well, you can cut that out if you want. <laughs> no, don't cut don't that out. Shit. Nobody That's cares. Fine. Nobody well, cares. Air it out. Yeah, air it out. <laughs> air it out. That rug was priceless. <laughs> so we are on week um, 100 of the virus. Yeah. Yeah, pretty close. Huh? Maso Menos, right? Um, the new fucking Omicron's been ripping shit. Um, we're all still dealing with it. I thought at this point, boys, I thought we'd be fucking... God, I thought there was light at the end of the tunnel. I thought everybody was doing the right thing. But God forbid everybody do the right thing, right? And this is a real indictment on us as a people and what we hold as important. Um, oh well, half of them. That half of well, us. No, less than half of them. No, less um, than half. But I mean, saying. it's because it got politicized. There's plenty of. It was harder to convince. There's half plenty the of right-leaning people that have been vaccinated. Oh yeah, plenty. Like you said last week, Tucker Carlson's probably been vaccinated. Not probably. And it's a condition of his employment. Yeah. <laughs> like there's no probably, dog. Like every person on Fox has been vaccinated. That's a condition of their employment. Uh, estimated 5 billion people on the planet have been vaccinated. So at this point, if all the hysteria was true, 5 billion, even if 0.1% of people drop dead, that would mean like in the neighborhood of something like 500,000 people have dropped dead. Right. And they haven't. So 
we're going to move past this. The best thing I saw, I don't know if you guys saw this, Mr. Joseph Rogaine had a wonderful podcast where he invited on an Aussie. Yeah, there's some guy fucking... please stop with the goddamn hammering? <laughs> <laughs> For the love of God and your Dude, own body, listen to me. stop the goddamn hammering. Kevin is tearing down the set right now because yeah. we're moving studios. You're yeah. right. Yeah. So let Kevin do his work. We're going to have to deal with it. The fact that he's here and not impaired is fucking... A, just let him work. Yeah. Well, because remember, he was the stunt double for the shitty Vespa gang in uh, Boba Fett. <laughs> Book of Boba uh, Fett. So he took some time off. So he's trying to get it all done today. We're definitely oh. going to talk about that. No, we're talking about that. I'm but, so pissed. <laughs> we're going to get in that, but we're going to do our weekly vaccine update because that's what we do because we love you. Um, so after weeks and weeks of misinformation on a 30 million view platform, so it's reaching a lot of people that. You know, we all watched Joe Rogan as he was coming up in the world. We all thought, oh, this is the cool MMA guy that smokes weed and he speaks his mind. He's got C-plus stand-up ability. Um, And sure, he looks like someone bleached a Ninja Turtle, but... That's fine. Um, But this is a guy that grew up fairly not wealthy. Like, he worked his whole life. He's not like a shill by virtue of that. I think he's just turned into somebody's grandpa. This is Grandpa at Thanksgiving. That's where he's become. That's where he's turned into. But Grandpa's not supposed to be doing this many cycles of testosterone, and so it makes him a little more ornery. Well, his head is huge. Yeah. So, so the the, the 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 thing that bothers me is he had a gentleman on that's an actual reporter, like a real one, like that investigates. It's crazy. There's still those people out there, and he had mentioned things like myocarditis, and that's a that's an inflammation of the heart, and the whole conspiracy theory is if you get the vaccine and you're young and you're a man you're going to get myocarditis it's at such an accelerated rate um the problem is if you get the vaccine you are uh two to four times likely to get myocarditis uh, at that at that age if you don't get the vaccine and get covid you're seven times more likely to get myocarditis <laughs> and so the argument then became from the sky no you're wrong he said i'm not sure about that they go to a news article. The news article literally says what the guy just says. You're more likely. He goes, well, is it kids? And then he looks and it's like, it's uh, uh, boys 12 to 18. And he goes, yeah, but what news source does it come from? The point of this whole story is, uh, from a rhetorical argument standpoint, this is what you're going to face as sane people. You're going to have people tell you something wrong. You were going to give them a fact. They're going to then say, I don't believe in that fact. You are going to show them the fact. They are then going to say, where did you get that fact? When you tell them where you got that from, they're going to say, well, I'm not sure. I've seen something else. There is no rhetorical way to argue with people at this point. So don't. Protect you. Protect your family. Yep. I don't know any other way to do it. The people that we talked about it last week, the people that aren't doing it won't, and the people that are will continue to do so. So maybe this is a long-term Darwinism to turn all the yeah. states blue. But, man, we'll look at the top ten list of fucking states with, fucking, with, with hospitalizations and deaths, and the only three blue states are the blue states that are purple states. Yeah. California's got more people in that state than any other state in the nation. 
almost they're not even in the top 10 no yeah, but why I, do you think this, that is? There's this awesome comedian. I keep seeing the same clip getting shared on like TikTok and like Instagram reels. But he's this guy. He's sitting there and he goes, "You know, everybody's saying we all got to get the vaccine. You know, vaccine. Everybody's got to get it." And I'm like, "Have you seen everybody? Yeah. Like, uh, I, I was driving down the road. <laughs> I see. I, I know a protest is coming because you could just see all these American flags. You're like, I know what this is going to be. And they're like, we don't want to take the vaccine. And so I was like, Yeah, no, I don't want you to take it either." <laughs> I would yeah. like you to Yeah, die. has it gone that far in the other direction? Either way, I know this is beating a dead horse. Ivermectin. I know this is beating a dead horse. However, it needs to be said over and over again because if, if there's one, what do they say? If there's one person that we reach, it'll have made a difference. I don't care. Go be with your family and go somewhere. I don't, I don't know how to do this anymore, but I do know... As this mutates, we got an easy one with Omicron. Next one could be fucking Omega. And it could be highly contagious and highly fuck you up. We don't know yet. And that's a real thing on the table. So if you're going to continue to put me, my friends, and my family in danger, you are a threat to me. Yeah. Well, so Omicron, I can't, I'm not going to fucking bargain with you anymore. Omicron came out of South Africa, which is one of the lower vaccinated population you mean on planet earth africa well see because yeah. it's the south it's africa it's well it's because it's <laughs> the alabama of, it. it's the alabama of africa like they were the ones that were like they were actually like, it isn't south africa is barely built out there. i just meant with regards to like racism racist policies authoritarianism oh sure yeah, yeah. that's the good state too <laughs> And they don't have access. They don't have the vaccines that we have. We that have everybody vaccines. here is turning down. There were turning them down. They would love to have them. So Weird. inside of some Afrikaner's fucking body, African gestated this fucking variant. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because like scientifically, I've read enough about this that I can feel confident in saying this. The variants are coming. The mutations are coming out of unvaccinated people. Yeah. Because they're getting the full dose, fucking, and that's when the vac the, the virus is figuring it out. Dude, it's like, viruses oh, I got free run. To, I can viruses it. Yeah. are living things that want to survive. So yes. that's why they mutate. They say you're going to kill me this way. I'm going to go that way. So with Omicron, they're going to the virus is smarter than you could ever believe. There, every scientist in the world wishes they can be a virus like design a virus yeah virus incredibly is smartest. efficient organisms mike all they want to do is survive and they'll do it any way possible by being dormant by being abrasive by being out by being in that's the nature of nature and the the, the problem is there's gonna be okay let me ask you a question if there's one state of the union that the genesis of the next variant comes out of and you had to put money on it what would it be Louisiana. Louisiana. God damn it. Yeah. It's just so hot and things. <laughs> fart spread so fast in Louisiana. I don't know if yeah. you've ever smelled not somebody Florida. fart from 100 yards not, away. Not coastal bound all the way around. No, no, no. See, I mean, they take enough meth and meth kills almost everything in your body. That's not true. I would I would give Mississippi a plus 400 on the, uh, you know, if I'm. <laughs> Are you going plus 400? Dude, not 250? Mississippi. Mm. Mississippi. Mississippi's got good odds. But I'm going to take your money, bro. Yeah. <laughs> well, Louisiana is the stupidest fucking we people. We got gout COVID. Easy. Yeah. We got gout, COVID, and a that's whole shitload of S's. That's why the Saints never draft LSU. So, <laughs> on a different <laughs> head, um, 
That was my virus topic of the way. It's funny to watch Joe Rogan. This guy just blasted him on his own station. He kept moving the goalpost, and it made him look like a fucking fool, which, unfortunately, Grandpa Joe... You, you can't know. make him look like a fool, though. His audience and him will just maintain. It's it's a it's a power thing, and I'm sure that they're all reading the same kinds of books. Never say you're wrong. Never apologize. Just keep going yeah. on with the yeah, lie. Yeah, but the, the thing that's, that's different from Joe Rogan than like Tucker Carlson or Ben Shapiro or any of those guys, the difference between him, back in the day, if he learned something new, he'd go, huh, I didn't know that. Yep. And he doesn't do that anymore. No. Nope. He's so fucking drank the fucking Kool-Aid, he doesn't. He doesn't have a moment of pause. And back in the day, right, if you were to watch a podcast or, I mean, I was watching his podcast all the time and I'd be like, oh, he has an opinion. If somebody smarter than him came on and gave him the information, he'd be like, oh, man, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah like but now he he's would have drunk a moment. on his own power now I, and he just doesn't I mean, give a fuck. Maybe he is. Maybe he's old. Maybe he don't care. All the above. Whatever the case. Um, back, you know. That's that's our vaccine update of the week is well, doing Grandpa Joe, Joe Rogan got is his ass plastic. Joe Rogan is probably flexible enough to suck his own dick and which has he, which he's been doing for fucking a decade. So Absolutely. At this point it's just rote. I've never seen his wife. I think he does. So yeah, nobody's seen his wife, have we? That's what I'm saying. Does his it's wife weird. exist? No, he does. Did he's he got buy kids children from on the black somewhere. market. Yeah. I don't know. Kids. He purchased them from she lives in that planetoid he calls a skull. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was, I, every time I see him, I'm just like, fucking pizza dude's got 30 seconds. I just see fucking Raphael's fat Ninja Turtle head. Uh, so we got a few minutes while we're getting off COVID. Um, <laughs> why the fuck are you here with us this week, Sean? Because I wanted to come hang out with you guys and fucking do the podcast. Oh, I love that. Yeah. What do you mean? Why am I here? That's, okay, Sean, right, that's the right dude. answer. All right. Bobby threatened to finally release the deepest, darkest secret that would ruin me in Durango oh. more than I've already ruined myself. And so I came on under duress. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Is it about the, the one thing? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's because he pees out of the bottom of his penis. Yep. Ooh, he's it a double holer. Yeah, it's, he's it pees a double holer. Like he's I, a double holer. It, it pees down. It kind of looks like the kind of looks like the tractor beam coming out of a. I thought he had a saucer. I thought he had an Amy Fisher, where <laughs> it goes no, in his, between. Oh, where it's like bifurcated. Yes, yeah, brother. Like the Great word. His dick's like that slip and slide guy. The, the, the slip and slide like, guy. Yeah, you would buy this. Like it was like a little. Oh, yellow and it had a little hose yeah. at the end. <laughs> oh, the used car balloon. Yeah. That's yeah. Sean's. So dick. you're saying my dick looks like a, the tip of it is a sea urchin that just shoots liquid <laughs> out of every single barb. Have you ever seen somebody <laughs> put no a hot glass of water up to a moth? <laughs> Has nobody seen this? No. All right. Whatever. I'll get you. I'll put you guys up on Everybody game, pa- dude. We'll take a pause. Just Go pause and look at Hot Moth Water Glass. Trust me. It's it's amazing. What? They what expel happens? so much stuff. And I imagine that is Sean. Where if you put a hot glass of water up to his penis, there would be eight times his body weight expelled. And I can't physically explain it. This episode uh, of the Whiskey Reel is brought to you by, by Sean's penis. By moths. <laughs> moths. Moth water glass, by the way, I saw in very tiny print. I think they're in the they're opening day three of, the of Coachella. Coachella. Are they after Ario Speedwagon? They are. They're right after. Uh, yeah. Them Honestly, and- at this point, they're probably a fucking headliner. <laughs> yeah. They're on stage one, Dude, baby. That's so sad. Man, and that's the shitty part about what we're talking about. I miss going to see shows. Even yeah. when you're elbow to elbow with some dumb fucking hipster trust fund kids and you know they fucking don't have a care in the world. 
But going to see, I mean, my last Coachella, and I'm aging myself because I'm old as balls and it's fine. I'm dealing with it. <laughs> my last Coachella was Portishead opening up for Tool. Wow. Rarely do you get the opportunity to see fucking ridiculousness as that. Yeah. And now we can't do it anymore, man. We just can't do it anymore. Everybody do your goddamn jobs, man. I'm sorry, man. I my last Coachella was Tool too, but it was people. my only Coachella and it was late. It's late. It was like right before 10 right after right before like the week before 10,000 days Tool, so not the like oh, right you know, not you didn't get glory to see years yeah. they're amazing they're dude, really good dude and they did all their best Anima. older songs yeah Anima is oh. the best album they ever did yeah right. of course anyway I tried to reclaim my pre-COVID freedom on New Year's Eve and I made out with a rando Ooh, for the first time good in a while. You. how was that? that in a while um, it was pleasant. It was fun. Mm-hmm. Made out with a rando. Did she try to species you and just like tongue you through the back of your head? <laughs> All I know is by 9 a.m. on Monday, I had COVID. Yeah. <laughs> you know what See? I mean? I just was omicron Yeah. Did she so give you the hitchhiker? hockey with some townie. I don't know if you've ever seen Bobby make out with somebody. That, he fucking gets in he gets there. He's licking, he's licking their wisdom. Is he a lean in? Yeah. yeah. He's a lean in? Oh, yeah. I believe he, he says he says basically what I try to do is I try to stick my tongue as far as I can in there, and then it's like I'm doing a speed bag with their uvula. Just uvula. That's amazing. That's not okay. Um, were there, did, <laughs> <laughs> Why do you just look dumbfounded? Did yeah. fingers go into anywhere? So... This week's episode of the Whiskey Reel is brought to you by. <laughs> Actually, no fingers I, in anywhere. A little little badge action, maybe the pinky I, in the butthole. I am not going to delve. Reach around her side, see if you can get into that colostomy bag hole with your finger. On the hey, <laughs> you didn't see that new Disney Plus show, Pinky in the, <laughs> the Thumb? Pinky and the Pinky breed. and the Thumb, 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 Thumb. <laughs> what are we going to do tonight, Bray? <laughs> it was New Year's Eve. It was fun. It's fun. Same thing we do every night, Pinky. Try to fuck randos. (laughs) (laughs) I'm up his bum, Bray. I'm up his bum. Um, Okay. So enough about Bobby's sexual exploits. That's my fault. I brought it up. It's like every time I come back, we revert back to like, let's try to embarrass Bobby at every turn. Dude, Bobby loves it. This is is Bobby's. Does he, though? He brings it up every time. I don't know. I could feel like I could hear his heart stop every now and again. This when is we're Bobby's <laughs> bread and Vegemite. Vegemite? <laughs> Why is he so Australian? This is, I don't know. I don't know. Well, the honest truth is that no one that listens to this podcast cares about me as a human being. What? So, like, yeah, that's not do. true. Stop it. What I'm saying is, no one important listens to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear me, Kelly, Dana, Foz? Wow. Yeah, thanks. You guys. I'm, I'm obviously kidding. I love our listeners, but. Um, yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Nobody important just listens to this just, podcast. Just crickets, huh, Bobby? I love, just crickets. I, I heard Jackie listeners. didn't even listen to the one she was on because she's too important. No, she, she, <laughs> no she's got a lot of shit to By do. the way, that was the, that was the, I did this podcast with you guys for a while and I strongly believe that that's like in the top three of episodes of all time. I do have one critique. Oh, one very okay. strong critique. Blake sucks. No, <laughs> you can hear him in the background. <laughs> yeah. shit. No, but uh, Garcon. No. I would have liked there to be more of the Tom Cruise discussion, but I know you guys kind of just got off the time and then ended Bobby on it, but folded. I was like, man, I want to Bobby folded. 
It's tough. Knuckles he will was fuck your life run up. over. She has. If you looked her right in the eyes, Dude, ever, she's don't a look force. directly in the eyes. Do you no. know what happens when you look at a rattlesnake right in the eyes in the desert? You fucking die. Dude, what happens. so funny, well, ra- funny rattlesnake story. Oh. No, no, go ahead. She, Jackie's very smart. Very, uh, incredibly, in, one of the most intelligent humans I think I've had. This uh, smarter than us. She's way clearly smarter than us. Um, I've never been verbally assassinated by someone <laughs> with a lisp so fucking quickly yeah, in dude. my entire life. Yeah, she devas. I, I immediately shut up. I was like, okay, until you've right. Tom you've, Cruise sucks. Until you've been, until a highly intelligent woman has told you to go suck a dick. <laughs> You've never lived. Um, funny are we, rattlesnake story. Are we being shitty? No, we're not. Okay. Funny rattlesnake. She can come fucking get some. Funny. And by the way, we're going to be in her Mountainside Entertainment Studio next week, which will be Upgrade, <sighs> bitch. Um, yeah, you guys are going to turn that into like from a classy operation that's going to look like the, like the, the mid 90s Florida th- Nickelodeon studios. It's going to be orange paint on the walls. And you guys are going to, Aaron's like, dude, dude, oh, I had a guy tag up the wall. I hope you're real cool with it. Like, you guys are going to ruin that place. Dude, you think those, you think those subhumans could make it any worse? No, no, no. No. We're going to class up the joint. Yeah, we are. So, funny rattlesnake story. Okay. My dad's white trash. He well no actually he's not anymore he's dead. God, but he, oh God, he, dude, I'm gonna cry because you made me don't cry even worry last about week. it. It's I'm fine. I'm thinking he about your last wear, bit again. My dad used to wear no shoes and no shirt and jorts. He was a good looking guy. He could fucking he bodybuilded and shit. So he he was a douche. So we went out to the desert one year, and we were driving in a jeep. I don't even remember why. Down like in in L.A. Twenty minutes outside of L.A. is like. The Mojave, believe yep. it or not. So we're out in Palmdale, just driving around. They're being fucking dipshits, shooting off guns, and they're playing music uh, on amps from a generator because that's what fucking the classy people do. And he was driving around, and all of a sudden we stopped. And I remember, like, almost I hit, like, almost hit my head on the fucking front seat. And I was like, "Whoa!" And he's like, "Hold on!" He gets out of the fucking jeep, right? And I get out of the Jeep. So he got out of the Jeep. There's a Sidewinder rattlesnake right in front of us. My dad takes a wrist rocket with a copper fucking, copperhead yeah. fucking thing. He what? It has a copperhead BB with a wrist rocket. And he fucking, I, I'm not even bullshit. I couldn't even, I don't want to make this up because it makes me look like the person I am. But he's fucking, he's easily 10, no, let's go 20 feet. Okay. Easy 20 feet, and I'm being kind. He goes with a wrist rocket with a copperhead BB, puts a fucking BB between a fucking Sidewinder's head, goes up, takes a rattlesnake, cuts his head off, brings it back, we eat it, and then he wears the fucking rattler as an earring for 10 years. For 10 Suck years? Suck my dick. Was okay. your dad an extra in American Me? I don't know. Description of the way he looked. He was a Hell's Angel. I, I don't know. Oh, what? He was a Hell's yeah, Angel. Yeah, I'm never going to know the full story of my yeah, dad because yeah. he's no longer with us. I'm hoping to dig through his papers and find some crazy did, shit. Did you ever have a chance, Sean, to watch your dad kill a rattlesnake? No, but my dad's got a wrist rocket he got a few years ago for Christmas yeah. from my stepmom, and he basically uses it to, uh, like, he, he basically shoots bears in the face with it. Black bears will come up to where they have their bird feeders, and sometimes they'll be fucking around, and he'll just keep, like, shooting a bear with it until it runs away. That's weird. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen your dad kill a bottle of Chablis? No. 
Uh-uh. <laughs> no, I've seen him. I, the only time I've seen my dad like really crush liquor because he doesn't like liquor. Makes no, him feel he doesn't weird. do that. Yeah, his dad. His dad. My grandpa's funeral. I'm sure he put down almost a bottle and a half of Jameson. My family went through a case of Jameson Jeez. after his wake. Fucking oitish. The fucking well, oitish. My dad pulled us over coming back from a fishing trip, and there was a rattlesnake on the road. And Shut up! This happened to you too. He picks up a rock. We're not fucking around, by the way, guys. This actually <laughs> this, happened. This all happened. My dad picks up this rock and he just just smokes it at this fucking rattlesnake. Is right? this like a dad thing? Oh, like, yeah. do I have that power now? So my dad you gets might. out of the truck. He reaches into the bed of the truck and he pulls out a shovel that was always in there, right? But he picks up a rock off the ground. And he just fucking wings it at this fucking snake. Nolan Ryan's the fuck out of him. Just fucking doinks this fucking snake right in the brain. The snake's like, what the fuck did I do? (laughs) (laughs) And then my dad just proceeds to take the shovel and beat the fuck out of it. Oh, he didn't take the head off? He took the head off, but he gave him like, whack, whack, Okay, so this is... (laughs) This is a variable. I think your children have to be nearby. It's like a primal thing where there is a poisonous, there is a threat. And you could, you immediately well, have super listen, dad powers. We were in motor vehicles. We probably could have kept driving. Um, Drive I'm over ju- the fire. I'm just saying. I think. Uh, yeah, pretty my, sure. My dad got a. You know, how you tell the age of a snake by the rings <laughs> on its tail. No, yeah, a rattlesnake. I know. I know. But- my dad had like it was like 12 years old. It yeah, was a giant sidewinder, big old snake, and we ate it. Yeah. How was it? I don't want to it say tastes, tastes like, like chicken. Like, no, they're it, rubbery. They, they, it, it was oily, oily. It, it was less chickeny than chicken. Yeah. And it's not like you guys but, had a rub or a marinade. But, marinated I, but out I will in the tell you what. I'll tell you what. If you were to put rattlesnake in a taco with a bunch of pico de gallo and bullshit, you probably wouldn't even. You wouldn't even know, man. Yeah, just I'll say one like more. Sweet but it's shit. not great. One more thing before we go take a break. Off of rattlesnakes. Um, <laughs> my father. Well, my brother was. Deathly afraid of snakes. I mean, like, deathly afraid of snakes. Petrified, he, uh, like you freeze yeah. up? No, he would freeze. Yeah. yeah. So we are on another fishing trip up on the uh, Piedra River. And See, don't go right fishing. Of <laughs> so my dad is always ahead of us because he walks faster than all of us. And there was this fucking six-foot-long bull snake. Nice. Stretched out on the bank of the river. So... Most people would walk up on that and be like, holy shit, there's a snake. My right. dad, knowing that we were trailing him. <laughs> just and it's a bull snake. Just steps over the snake. Pays it no fucking mind. Right. And It was sunning, so it's not going anywhere. Walks like 20 feet further, turns, looking at the river. Just <laughs> laughing to himself. <laughs> like Mark's going to shit himself. Yeah. How fun was that for Pre- your dad? Pretending... That he's like, oh, maybe this is the spot we should fish or whatever. I want to know how he's just, fun was that. He's just looking over his shoulder. <laughs> and so yes. my brother and I walk up and we see this fucking snake. I mean, right as we're about to step on it. Right. And my brother <laughs> freaked out so bad that he takes like five steps backwards and then falls backwards into the fucking river. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and my dad almost died that day laughing because from laughter he almost don't died. you wish he you would have so that? proud of himself don't you wish you would have had that the phone oh, like yeah, that moment in the day fucking amazing dude that's God, you know what awesome that's what dad son shit is that's <laughs> what that's what that means dad's like i have a daughter and I, we have dad daughter shit that's kind of cool 
But like that dad son like going out and fucking exploring the world shit when you're like, dude, guess yeah. what can happen, bitch? Like yeah. that shit, it's invaluable. My fucking dad was it's a beautiful. Nin- he was a ninja. It's a beautiful. We would right. be hiking up the river and he'd be obviously like, you know, 50 feet ahead of us. And then he would just disappear off the trail. <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah. You're like, well, they're going to learn And then learn Mark something. and I were just like, <laughs> no, we just knew. Like, he was God, up on the high ground. He was up on God, the high no, trail. He's going to do some shit, too. No, he's going to track us yeah, yeah, for a half a mile. You. And, and he's going to jump out yeah, of a fucking <laughs> behind of a tree and would scare the fuck out of us. And he did it every time. Hey, man, here's to dads. Here's to Cheers. dads. Cheers to that, boys. Cheers. Hey, Whiskey Reelers, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, we will be back with a probably a shitty sponsor. I mean, for it'll be fine. It's gonna be fine. <laughs> Whatever pays the bills, man. Pay the bills, scrub. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back, guys. With Omicron raging through the Southwest, some people are uncomfortable coming out to enjoy Durango's premier winter festival, Snowdown. And we don't want you to feel left out, so this year we are introducing a slew of virtual Snowdown events. It's great to be with everybody you love, but it's even better to be in a bubble in your own house. It's Virtual Snowdown 2022. Enjoy all of your classic Snowdown events from the comfort of your living room with your shitty wife and your shitty kids yelling at you. Dad, Timmy broke my Xbox controller, so I shoved a G.I. Joe in his dickhole. We have all of our favorites. One of Snowdown's legacy events, the waiter-waitress race is a little bit different in its virtual form. Instead of actually racing, we will show you pictures of local waiters and waitresses, and you just guess their race in the chat. Samoan! Vaguely Pacific Islander-ish! Do you enjoy the Snowdown Euchre Tournament? Well, now you can sit at home and play Euchre with a friend in Vietnam. There is every reason not to talk to your family, but now there's a better one. You could be hooked in to VR, watching Snowdown for three days. Do your children eat? No. Does your wife love you? No. Do you have a job? No. But you're doing Snowdown. Are you disappointed this year that you're not going to be able to have that three-way with your wife's fat co-worker that looks at the two of you like a Subway sandwich? Well, introducing Cybersex Three-Ways. <laughs> you can virtually fuck that fat slag. And guess what? As an extra upgrade, you can pay five extra dollars to get a virtual STD. You can get Cyber Syphilis! Cyber Gonorrhea! For a small upgrade, you don't even have to go to the doctor. We can do Snowdown Virtual Doctor right here at this website. It's called GoFuckYourself.com. <laughs> I think it's... Hey guys, reach out to us at the Whiskey Reel. 970-426-5344. I'm prepared. 970-426-5344. You can also reach out to us at whiskeyreel at gmail.com. Drop us an email, suggestions for music, movies, topics, whatever you want to do. Uh, we also take text messages and voicemails. Do we? We do. 
And you're not going to make fun of me deleting everything on accident again? No. I love that. No, joke. we're no, still like, going to do it. Are you have come up with a different way to no, give me shit for it. You're like, whatever that Sean left alive. <laughs> like, whatever. And I'm just like, see, and I'm just like, in my head, I'm like, Bobby thinks that I'm like, sh- no, somewhere in like an abandoned fucking storage no, unit with Sean, people with like bags on their heads, and I've shot three of them, and I'm just torturing the fourth guy. Sean, you killed all of our children, and you're celebrating the one that lived. Yeah. That's what's happening. That's pretty much. You shot all the children. Um, Yet however, celebrate the one that lived. So it's not all bad. Who do we have? Well, as it happens, a lot of the time <laughs> we get voicemails from my family, which is weird. Oh. Um, so apparently this is what we got. Who piped up? Um, I'm not really sure yet, right. but uh, let's check it out. Hey, guys. Ooh. It's Grandpa Joe. Hell yeah. I think I don't really remember how I sound. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what? You probably thought I was dead, but... <laughs> For sure. Well, I'm not. No, I thought he was. i got a bit of osteoporosis, though. <laughs> I have had COVID-23. I got nothing. I got nothing. Ah, uh, shit. Grandpa Joe's alive. Uh, I love you guys. <laughs> oh, my God. That was I, such a throwaway with the I love you guys. That was the shortest version of Death of a Salesman I've ever heard in my life. Like, yeah. it, just, like, <laughs> it was real sad. I don't really, I don't like Biff. I, I don't like Biff. I don't Nobody appreciate Biff. John Brown toying with my emotions and trying to make me believe that Grandpa Joe is still alive. That no, frustrates well, me. And he's alive. Heart. He mentioned that at the end. He said he was still alive. I think Mr. Brown, which sounds like a Tarantino. Yeah, it really does. Uh, fucking character. Mr. Brown is going through a lot of stuff, and we are not want to disregard personal suffering. We may make fun of it. At ad, ad nauseum. Ad nauseum. <laughs> we may say it's not cool, Mr. John Brown, but what we're going to say is I'd love to hear your voice. I miss you so much, and I hope Grandpa Joe... And cousin Bobby are doing nothing but the best. Absolutely. Are there trials That's all done? I'm saying. What the the first trial? Or the second the trials from January sixth. The yeah. first one or the second one? Well, what was the first, what was it? Criminal and civil? What are we like? What well, are we? well, dude, civil trials are usually they to, just put all the counts together in no, one they proceeding. Don't. Civil's different. No, I know, but I'm saying for criminal stuff, it's not like you get different trials for. He's well, out but on Grandpa bail. Joe apparently faked his death in a convincing enough manner. Oh, yeah, no that's right. Really, I remember you know I mean? that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I yeah. heard. He's free and clear. I heard Grandpa Joe dressed up like Ashley Babbitt <laughs> took the bullet <laughs> and that Ashley Babbitt's still alive. <laughs> really? That's word on the street, brother. Jesus. All right. Word on the that, street, brother. That is dark what yeah. <laughs> good god so anyway. there's a what's the last thing that went through her mind joke in yeah, there yeah, somewhere yeah, yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey. What? Oh, that's what you, you get for fucking Christ. being a diddy, fucking idiot I, I, it's weird. hey honestly and i've been wanting to say this again since you guys have been doing this i was just sitting there and i was like man i wish i was there to just say hey how come a black hawk helicopter didn't just mow everybody down in about 13 seconds because that would have been wonderful because they weren't black Anyway, and the um, truth shall not set you free. Just saying. It just um, <laughs> the weird part about it is, I I welcome all you 
rioters or, pro, um, you know, you protesters, because I won't call it an insurrection because that's apparently a naughty word. How about you try to do this at the CIA building or the FBI building? That would be really cool. Why don't you do what you did at the Capitol at the CIA building? I'm really curious to see if you guys got any movement on that. I like to see them try to because it's a public building. It's a federal. It's a public building we pay for. So I'm I'm curious to see how that would go. Anyway, we do media here. We do media very well. And if you don't think so, then go listen to Tim Pool. That being said. I know we've all been watching a ton of shit. I'm very curious. We haven't done this in a very long time. This is going to occupy a lot of our times. Occupy Sean Street. Let's go. What have you been watching and why? Uh, well, I've definitely been. It took me a while to start it, but I am all caught up on the book of Boba Fett. And I was really enjoying the first two episodes. I mean, there's a couple. Boy, elements. weren't you? I was loving the first two episodes. Yes! I love the deep dive on the Tuscan Raiders. Yes, I love the like. By the way, I'm not sure if you read these articles, but the, uh, what is the name of the gentleman that plays Boba Fett? He played Django Fett, and they brought him back to play. Boba. I, I don't recall his name. Uh, he's got Maori blood in his body. Yes. So that's you mean, that's, you mean uh, Maori? Ma- or sorry, Maori. Or I thought it was Maori. That's what I always heard. It's Maori. Maori. So that stick. He was in like the only movie Maori about weapon. Maoris. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So that called stick, We Were Warriors. The stick he makes in the it's second great episode is an actual like Mary, more, uh, Maori. 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 Sorry. I've said Maori my whole fucking life for some reason because I just pronounce <laughs> things right. wrong sometimes. That's a real weapon and that's a real thing like creating that, making right. that weapon, whittling it down. So I thought that was super cool. They brought a little bit of that culture into uh, Boba Fett. And then what I really want to talk about is what happens in episode three. Christ. Book of Boba Fett. Aaron, what is your list of uh, what, what did you have names for? Okay, so so let's just say this is the show's going on. It's very Boba Fetty. It's very Star Warsy. And then at some point, I believe this is Robert Rodriguez's fault. They were like, you know what would be a great idea is no. let's introduce a gang of like rough street tough teens that look like punk rock board I'm gonna, people. I'm going to push back. I'm going to say Robert Rodriguez, who is. A lover hate director. The writer of it was John Favreau. So I'm going to put all the onus on him. However, the name of what you're talking about were the street kids, right? Yeah. That were introduced. They're the known millennial as Millennial Mod Squad. <laughs> we're looking at the the emo screamo crew. They're a biker gang too. Electric scooter rainbow gang. <laughs> the cherry Vespa daddies. <laughs> the cherry pop. The scoot troop. The or the Moss Vespa Power Rangers. Yep. Because oh. these things look like Vespas. They don't even look like they're supposed to be like a biker speeder, but they look like they're rainbow colored. Each one is like a very bright red or green, like primary color. And they have like, some of them have like 13 mirrors on each side because it looks Because cool. it looks cool. But they're 13 mirrors that are like four inches yeah, in diameter. Okay. Aside from the aesthetics of what those bikes were, I can understand that. You can explain that away. It's young kids tricking out their shit. I can totally explain that away. That makes sense to me. What doesn't make sense to me with the last Boba Fett was... There were a lot of incongruencies in the cool shit was the fucking Wookiee fight with everybody, right? What is his name? Chrysanthemum? Black Chrysanthemum. They're just calling him Chrysanthemum now. I know. Well, (laughs) God forbid you call him the name in the book. 
what was weird for me is he did weird incongruent things like bit Boba in the hand, but his hand was fine, but bit the pig guy in his neck, but he was almost decimated. It was, there was a lot of weird incongruencies and the bike gang, it didn't bother me as much that they, that they were there. I don't think that they were there. Didn't make sense. It would make sense for the daimyo to enlist the power of the locals to help him. Yeah. I would think that anyone that's called pig guy is probably going to have pretty thin skin. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah. Or thick skin. Those guys have always looked like upset. It was since, the pig guy. Since, you those, know what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, the guards. Shut what, up. What, were, what were their names? They're the guard, they were Jabba the Hutt's guards from like... <laughs> Dude, Bobby's making fun of me because he's a Star Wars geek. <laughs> They're the pig guys. Yeah. Shut up. But, have those, guys. but those guys have always had a chip on their shoulder. They always look upset about something. Oh, they got beef. They're yeah. pig guys. Even though they're pork. They're green. Yeah. <laughs> they're definitely not kosher. So, <laughs> green eggs and ham. That's where that shit came from. No, it doesn't. By the way, first of all, Chris Stanton should understand that trichinosis is, is still real. It's a real thing. You don't want to bite the pipe guap pork? That was pork chop So, please. you guys had huge problems with this episode. No, I didn't have huge problems with the entire episode. I have huge problems with that Vespa gang. And yes. like you're okay, now I understand what you're saying. I don't have a problem with them being there. If they showed up for five minutes and then they just got smoked Dipped. by Boba Fett or something, cool, fun. But now I gotta I gotta worry about having to see these fucks from the rest of the because because the most powerful fucking and the most ruthless bounty hunter in the galaxy needs the fruit stripe Vespa gang from the Borg planet to help him? I know. Okay. They eat tricks. Say 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 your no thing. Doubt about say it. your yeah. thing because yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna be. Yeah. Or gonna if, f- and honestly, it, it would have been a little bit. But honestly, if they could have fixed it, if they just didn't have such gaudy, flashy, colorful for no reason, because this entire show has like a really has a very muted color palette, and so did the Mandalorian. There's not a whole that lot was of colors. The point. Tatooine is very yeah. It Tatooine has got a muted color palette. It's very very desolate. It's light browns and beiges and grays. It's these fucking these speeders don't fit in and with these the actors that got to play them all look like the cast of fucking Bridgerton like why don't you have some guys that look like fucking they're from Mad Max right. like muscly people that very be, annoying Bobby I hate that I also <laughs> truly fucking hate the fact that they brought in the Hut twins as potential antagonist characters. Yeah. yeah. And then, dip and then they out. just... And then, like, the first five minutes, they're just like, but oh, by not, the way, we're never coming back. But they're War is bad for they're business. They're not gone. Right? They're not gone. They're business people, but they're not gone. You know, they're, they're gone, gone, but not forgotten. They're just taking off because it's bad for business. I'm like, you're okay, you're leaving, but you're not taking the entire planet you get money from They with said you. it. They said Tatooine's a fucking desolate rock, and we got other shit to do. Yeah. So we're not getting in a war. It made total... I don't know. I didn't. I didn't think it made sense. I hated it. And I know, Aaron, that you're saying that <laughs> it just seemed like they were introducing Jabba's cousins, which is yeah. a huge canonical right. fucking thing. And then we're just like, eh. Also, we're never coming back. You win. Yeah. Like, and I know that I don't you. Think- 
I don't think that's a case. You, I love that you're, I, you're – I don't love it. I, I have to disagree with you. You're, you're, you're saying John Favreau wrote it, right? No. John Favreau's name is on there because of union rules. You can only have the writer, that writer. But when you have Robert Rodriguez and John Favreau are respectively the, uh, the, the director and the writer and they're both executive producers, they're both writing this whole do you, series. Do you, that do is a Robert Rodriguez toss-in idea. To I understand that. Because it looked like Planet Terror Dude, for a Danny, second. Danny Trejo – as a pick to bring in the ranker bothered me to no end. Thank you. I'm not going to fuck with you guys. That sucked. I don't even like the ranker coming back. I don't like it. I don't, I think it's unnecessary. I don't like it. And he's like, I want to write it now. And I, it was so unnecessary. Rankers are very emotionally the complex whole, creatures. I was like, I don't need to know that. Just, I want to see it fr- killing things. Dude, well, my, so first joke, Trejo. my first joke <laughs> I said to Rex was, why don't you write it, Essie? Um, it's dog shit. It's, it's not racist. It's literally <laughs> on point. Orally, Boba. It's, it's literally on point. No, that was a really distracting choice that took stupid. you out of the fucking movie. Thank you. Or we the had show. A, we had know? a bunch of things. Now, now, my big pushback on you guys is I understand we were so unhappy with the biker gang, the Vespa gang, yeah. the Fruit Stripe gang. I get it. The problem is this. When you're a daimyo of a huge fucking territory, you need people to work with you. The smartest thing would be the baddest, quote unquote, biker gang working for you. And that's what he did. He enlisted the help of townie kids that knew the area and knew how to fucking flex. That in and of itself was a very smart move from a daimyo. That's a fucking smart move. The problem I had with it was the fact that the CG on that fucking chase scene was dog shit. It was shit. really bad. Like, it was so bad. Horrible. I've seen better chase how scenes in bad episodes of Starsky and Hutch. How do they go from fucking amazing fucking shit to dog shit chase scenes on fucking motor scooters? It was really bad. And I get it. And They're bad tra- acting, like weird cuts to like the I fucking I also hate the the green headed like the the dude that's like the mayor's mouth. No, he's actually he's funny. he's funny, but he annoys the shit out of me. But they keep that's cut, the he's a little hammy during that chase. They keep going to him, and he's mugging so hard. What do you hard think he's supposed right. to do? They're literally going and driving, and they're like. <laughs> Well, you know, this it is the thing. Dumb. You can see in their faces that they're like, this scene sucks. <laughs> they're like, we are not, yeah. this is not good. Well, I'm sorry you thought it was hammy, but the whole fucking situation was built for speed, man. Like, it was hammy man. the whole way through. Bad CG, bad directorially, because fucking Robert Rodriguez is doing it. He has a lane, let's not yes. be honest. I was more concerned by the dialogue that Favreau wasn't clever enough to write himself out of that dog shit fucking scenario. And it was, I, I think you guys hate it more than I did. I thought it was silly and stupid, but the whole thing's been silly. Nah. Except for the second episode, which felt more like concrete, canonized awesomeness. Like that uh. train shit was so fucking dope. Ah, the Boba of Arabia scene where yeah. he teaches them how to take down the train. Well, Which is great because nobody that watches Book of Boba Fett, no younger generation has, even knows what the fuck Lawrence of Arabia is. Well, They'll never get that. Regardless. Dances with Tuscans. Dances with Tuscans, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I was What's like, when is he gonna? That? When is he gonna just take a bite out of a bantha heart? <laughs> <laughs> like, which is by the way, the size of like six basketballs put together. Yeah. Dude, okay, I don't hate. I don't hate this episode as much as I hate the fact that it's. I gotta see these fucks for the next few episodes. I know yes. they're not going away. Uh, That's the thing that I. Yeah. I mean, but, it's more like a dread of having to deal but, with them. But if they fold them in correctly, you have to like. I'm like not by gonna, murking I'm not them gonna, in the next episode, and we I'm, never see them again. I'm not gonna. Fr- I'm not gonna unforgive the series, like in like in depth. I'm not gonna fucking dose them completely based on this one episode. Oh no, no, no. based on the fucking structure and strength of the first two. If the next two episodes or next episode even shows me some dog shit, I'm gonna have questions. But I'm gonna lay this out as an outlier and allow them the fucking the flexibility yeah. to be, especially Robert Rodriguez. Fucking, what are we doing? I guess my problem was what the, are we this, doing? this was the first moment in this series they were like ready to start to expand. Okay, the mythology. And these are the choices they made. Okay. That's what I don't I get quite that. understand. Like you're, they could have made because we're done with the Tuscan choices. flashbacks, right? Because of what happened. In the, you're much they all more got of a up. Canaanite than either one of us. You are. You understand well, Star Wars better than we do. So I'm looking at it from a fan service standpoint. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and this is the thing. You have the Mandalorian is very successful show. Not for two reasons. One, it's very well done. It was amazingly well done. And it was beautiful. But the only reason it became a show is because people give so much of shit about Boba Fett, Boba Fett that the Mandalorian had so this so much mystique that you do right. it. So then after the season two, they work in Boba Fett, and at the end they go, by the way, book of Boba Fett coming. And then you you somehow have way more misfires in the first couple episodes than you did in all two uh, seasons. Of- I don't yeah. The Mandalorian. Do you think there were misfires in the first? There's two mo- I, there's just there's moments where like I I don't know if it's that I feel like Robert good. Rodriguez comes from comes from I, I've I used to I used to be obsessed with Robert Rodriguez Kevin Smith and Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino. They were the three that like came up in the independent films. I was really into Desperado and even Once Upon a Time in Mexico and all of his movies. Mm-hmm. And something I've noticed when you listen to his commentaries and you see stuff that motherfucker shoots efficiently and fast. He is shooting everything still like he's shooting fucking El Mariachi and trying okay. to do it for. 10 grand so he doesn't get he's not like a Kubrick where he's like I'm gonna get this right that's why I've seen so many moments where I'm like they could have done a better t- taken a different take and got I a got better you. line yeah. read after no, this guy I don't, I don't he's even, a quick I don't even and I think that's why he's getting the job they're like he's got some you know Robert Rodriguez is a name but I bet you they're also like he can also fucking crush, crush this get it out and get it out uh, very efficiently and yeah. cheaply. You really to think they don't get some fucking four year brilliant fucking director to fucking do this rather than Robert Rodriguez. You think they literally hired him to get it out fast. I think they did it because he they know that they, that they, may, they might work together Disney, well. That they makes work well together. No sense, they work well together and he pumps out shit quickly and efficiently. It feels to me like Favreau. And it's COVID. It might be a COVID thing. Dude, that that's, can, what, that's what Rex was saying, that it might be COVID related because this makes no sense. But do you think Favreau, after doing Hit, 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 just then the Lion constantly. King. Then hit, hit, hit. No, no, no. <laughs> Even the Lion King was a hit. It no, just, no, no. I'm yeah. just saying that that was out of his purview. Let's just say that but, was his. Uh, that was his Gus Van Sant psycho. Have a, you have a you have a huge you have a huge franchise and it's it's stable. It's good and it's been going and chugging along so successfully. Do you think you're gonna throw in a renegade director that's gonna fuck your shit? 
I don't think so, man. I think he wrote that with an intention of Rodriguez giving some stylized gore and violence. And it's not. I haven't seen a lot of stylized violence. In fact, some of the Dude, choreography the second, in the first couple the episodes episode, was bad. There was great, the there was great choreography, episode, but there was really bad moments of choreography. Dude, too. the second episode was virtually beautiful. Yeah, I love that. Doing my, the, yeah. the 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 engagement of the train and everything. Dude, it was fucking awesome. And yeah. they're doing the whole Yojimbo fucking warrior. I'm leaving my tribe and all that. The third episode fucked up, man. So I'm wondering. That's why we ask, hold it too high. I'm we asking, get really I'm shitty you about guys. these. You yeah. all, we all remember what happened with Rise of Skywalker, where I've I've toned that down a little bit, but I tried to watch it a couple months ago again, and I was like, Jesus, I'm I just, just hate it. Dude, we 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 get yeah. it's we're toxic f- to fans to a degree. We're talking. We got a no. little toxic fandom in us where certain shit bugs us because guess what there's probably a handful of kids that saw that episode and were like i want those toys they could also just be trying to sell toys disney sells the and star wars has always sold the fuck out of toys those speeders are going to sell out disney knows that 45 plus people run their business what i wanted to do was ask bobby uh, given that into consideration what do you think about this and how they're negotiating and navigating the waters of star wars now that's a big that question. Is, yeah. Because um, they've got so many irons in the fire now, right? I think with the advent of The Mandalorian, with Jon Favreau becoming the showrunner and kind of the new voice of Star Wars, that was very encouraging and exciting. And like maybe we're actually going to see some like real Star Wars stuff. Because right. the J.J. Abrams experiment, let's be honest, it failed. Failed. Yeah. Like it ultimately failed. Um, this is a show that I was really excited for, and I really enjoyed the first couple of episodes. I'm not going to say the show's dog shit because of one bad episode, because yeah. like there's bad episodes of Firefly, which is my yeah. favorite show of all time. <laughs> How you know, every you, amazing sir. television show has a has bad yeah. episodes, like the entire last season of Game of Thrones. <laughs> but if it if it continues to this kind of dumbing down of the mythology. And bringing in all these like, well, we need some younger millennial type characters, or right. then, then at some point you have to admit that it's a cash grab, and it's they're a, filling up time on their schedule with a cash grab that's going to make them a billion dollars, right? You know what I mean? But it's not going to advance the story of this fucking universe. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. When does it become a point where it's not a cash grab because they're already too rich? already when does it become a story thing when it's not a cash grab and they're simply trying to push story because it seems like favreau has been trying to push story for a, a minute yeah do you think he just didn't catch this episode i think they didn't really know what they were going to do they did the mandalorian and the boba fett return was so fucking popular and it was be popular because of Robert Rodriguez's yeah. episode where he yep. just smashes all these fucking stormtroopers, Fuck yeah. which we will all admit was the greatest thing that's ever happened <laughs> yeah, in America. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> they got overwhelmed by the feedback and they're like, okay, you know what we need? More fucking Robert Rodriguez. Feedback and, loop. Yeah. And th- I don't feel like maybe this show has been thought out as well as it could have been because this is something that's been i've been waiting for this for 40 years yes sir so okay just let me can we go back for a second i need to make sure so you're saying the episode that robert Rodriguez did of mandalorian 
is better than the American auto industry. Martin Luther King. Yes. Fucking the Statue of Liberty. Yes. Fucking the definitely Miami Dolphins. French. Oh, definitely more than that. Well, yeah. Okay, fine. Let's say they're a real yeah, football yeah. team. Yeah. Let's say Go on. Uh, Go Buccaneers. on. <laughs> so far, yes. <laughs> Dude, it was just. I'm just it, fucking with you. It, I know. It, that first... French whore that posed <laughs> for the Statue of Liberty. What is. Makes know what? you wonder, doesn't it? Whether she's naked under that toga. That looks... I, have, <laughs> I have two words for you trawl up. Yeah. Yeah, you know she. Had, by the way, not accurate. She should have hairy ass armpits and a shitty disposition. Uh, never maybe with a French girl. Good for you, Sean. So, anyway, <laughs> this this franchise might breathe out. Let's give it a couple more episodes. I understand the Vespa oh, Rangers. No, we're, not, we're not throwing anything out. We're just no, saying this episode people, was frustrating. There were a lot of people on Twitter. There are a lot of people that are just like, fuck this shit. This I'm hearing bullshit. a lot of things. I'm hearing a lot of things. <laughs> a lot of people are talking about, you know, the, the first couple it. episodes. Tremendous episodes. Tremendous yeah. episodes. So outside of that. People are talking about episode three. How many? <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. I've never seen it. I haven't seen it. You might know. I see, I heard there's a lot of multicolored bikes, and what you know how I don't like multicolored things. Like I don't people. like multicolors. People. I like I like white bikes. Yes. Uh, you know what? Main it. problem with it though, my hot fuckable daughter was not in it. Not in it. <laughs> have you seen her? She's beautiful. I'd fuck her. Yeah. So what have you? She was hot by the time she was one. When I was changing her diapers, I used to stick a pinky in there every now and again. <laughs> Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> this is not the thoughts of the you whiskey. Miss Sean's yeah. back. The views of wow. Sean Sean's back. <laughs> Sean's back. Let's be real. views of Sean Perry. Um, Jesus. What, what else have you guys watched that were interesting? Or oh, tick- well. Tickled your dick lately. And by the way, there's not going to be music this week because... This we happens are, uh, so we've much. Had, I know. By the we way, go, listeners, go, it's go. your fault for bringing my ass in here. We've we had a on. song for a month yeah. that we can't get out. Yeah. But, but you'll enjoy it. Still. It's going to be on the classic hip hop station on iHeartRadio by the time. No, no, actually it's not hip hop. It. Oh, it's not. Oh, it's great. No, it's good because Sean has the shittiest taste in music ever, and because <laughs> <laughs> he didn't bring a song this week, anyways. What's wrong with the Dropkick Murphys? <laughs> Wow. There you Yikes. go. Who Yikes. I am a fan of. There you the go. first couple albums before it turns out they make four songs. I didn't know it. they had more than one album. <laughs> so, Sean, you went and saw the new... Scream. It's just called Scream. Okay. They do that because it's, it's a requel. It's a reboot sequel. That, dude, I don't like the kind fact of. that they try to bite the original without, like... And I know they give homage, but, like... Call it a fucking reboot. Don't be cool. Well, no, the whole point is, is that the, the yeah. whole movie's a meta commentary on horror again. And so so they're not pumping these fucking things out like they did, like the shitty Jason sequels and stuff. We had the first three. The third one I really, really enjoy because A, Carrie Fisher fucking was in yeah. it. And B, Jay and Silent Bob fucking found their way into that movie too. Okay. So, <laughs> so I have a soft spot for the third one. Those three movies come out within like three, four years of each other. They're 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 like a trilogy. They wait eleven years and then Scream Four comes out and that one's kind dog of like shit. it wasn't no it wasn't bad. Dog shit. It's, dog shit. it's, nah, not, dog it's shit. not that bad. The only or thing I don't agree with shit. with the fourth movie is is Rory fucking Culkin and Emma Roberts are supposed to be the killers and I'm like, both of you are five foot four and hundred and ten pounds soaking wet. How the fuck did you I'm fuck I'm just everybody saying up? it was played out in dosed at that point. So this but one whatever. or a 
11 years further from this one. So this one's this one is way more this one is as meta if not more than the very first one. But this one is very like if you're the reason I think that you're really going to enjoy it is because you're such a horror nerd. They have so many specific things that the cast is talking about in okay. this movie about horror, comparing horror movies and what is a re- and and they're all talking about, "Oh, there's someone killing people again. This isn't a sequel. This is a requel though because we've got the you have to have the original characters or else it doesn't matter because they figure out a way they manipulate to get Nev Campbell and fucking Gail, right. you know, Nev Campbell's character and Courtney Cox and Dewey, David Arquette's characters back into the fray. Right. Um, and they even bring, uh, what's the chick that played Wendy Prefercorn in uh, The Sandlot? And she was in Robert, Re- she was in like, oh, Planet yeah, Terror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was in the fourth movie as like the deputy. Even she's Big back. guys. Randy's fucking sister. Big guys. Randy's sister from the third movie who's like, remember in the third movie where you're like, Jamie Kennedy's been dead for two movies, but we have to figure out a way for him to tell everybody the rules. So she's like, hey, I found a VHS tape from like four years ago. <laughs> yeah. And so you could watch Randy give you the rules for the trilogy. She's in it with like Randy's Randy's niece and nephew. So they did. It is very. If you love the first Scream movie and what it was and what it represented, this movie is like that on steroids. I went last night. I didn't realize. So Katie and I were like, she's got Thursday off. Let's go see a movie. I didn't realize it was like the Thursday night preview show. Was the it just came out yesterday? The theater was pretty fucking full, man. Like it's not just Spider Man that's bringing people out. Like I was surprised that and people were Scream fans. I love it when something that's not one of these big franchise movies when like you're all laughing at the same moments you're all noticing the same little callbacks and stuff it's if you're a fan of horror and you're a fan of the screen movies it was fucking perfect for me nice oh and uh jack quaid's in it our boy from the boys he's fantastic and he's hilarious he's the he's the the guy with no powers from the dennis quaid and i think maybe also meg ryan's kid is he dennis quaid and meg ryan's kid yeah for sure yeah that's why he looks that way he looks like they they melted those (laughs) two together and then you know no, that's awesome. I, Ryan I, I, fucked I, I other people. Have, <laughs> I would have never uh, paid any mind. I'm re- I'm really. No, it flew under the radar. They waited to release this. I think that it was it's been done for a while, and they it kind of flew under. Like I've honestly forgot about it until I saw it pop up on YouTube as like final trailer. Okay. Scream. I was like, oh shit, that's right there. I heard they were working on another Scream. The first Scream came out in what '96, so I was 13, and I was and at the wow. time I was 13 and obsessed with Freddy, Jason, and fucking Halloween movies. I had just burned through all those movies right when Scream came out, so I was like super fresh in my head and movie nerd, you know, aspiring movie guy, movie director. <laughs> that worked out. And then uh, <laughs> that movie yeah, comes out, and I'm like, this movie is like it was fucking made for me. So I have a really soft spot. So take what I say with a grain of salt. I, I mean, think that's awesome. I think it looks great. And I've liked every iteration of Scream so far, other than the TV show. I thought that I never show watched was it. Really? Yeah, I didn't. Let's be honest. Poorly done. I didn't Three even watch four, it. Not overly amazing. Three was funny because they. I liked uh, Three because they're on a movie set filming a stab movie. I honestly think they went up about their own ass. If I had to rank them, I would say that Three One, two, would three. come ahead of Two. Really? Really? Definitely. Two, you know, like the college one with Jerry O'Connell and like the Jerry O'Connell, I, Timothy Oliphant. I thought, oh, Timothy Oliphant's so good in he's it. He's so good. Oh, and fucking what's her face? Uh, His ja- Aunt Jackie. Yes, she's amazing. Yeah. Oh, you suck his dick under your own time. Um, but but I thought. The third one with Parker Posey, yeah, and all the, it was super fucking. It's because you're in love with Parker fi- Posey. No, I but it was Parker just Posey really too. party girl. Really party love. girl is a fucking masterpiece. You fuck off. Go on, Bobby. No, I just thought it was a really like a better written movie than the second one. I thought it was second one felt like it a cash went grab, back Mike. to more satire 
You said second one was a cash grab? No, because the, the second one, one, the, one is it? No, no, no. The second one. So the first one comes out. It's popular. The second one doesn't have much of the meta commentary and doesn't nope. really. It's just the same movie, but in college. It's like the college years. In the third yeah. one, at least, they do something different with it. The second movie was a satire of the first movie. The third movie is a satire of the form. Yeah. It maintained the concept of the first movie better than the second one did. The second one was just kind of aping the first movie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, plus fucking Liev Schreiber as Cotton Weary. Like that whole story, like yeah. the, the mythos of it where he was the guy that was originally convicted for killing Sidney's mom. Maybe like, <laughs> it's me not paying any mind into this franchise more than I should have. Maybe it's me. Scream right. 2, oddly right. enough, is a movie that, so when I was a kid, when I was in high school, like I would say when my stepmom came in the picture from like seventh grade on, we started this thing where it was like, if it's your birthday, you get to pick the restaurant we go to and you get to pick a movie that we go to. And it was my pick and I picked fucking Scream 2 and you should have seen Good my dad's you. face like, God damn. I made my dad see so many terrible movies on my birthday. I believe I, I believe we saw Varsity Blues on my birthday. And he was like, what the fuck is this? There goes my hero. Wow. I don't want your life. Disgusting. So disgusting. All right, guys. It's um, about that time. Back. But yeah, okay. So for ranking screams, I would say one, five, three, Whoa. two, four. One, five, three, two, no, four. No, this new one's your second favorite. It's my second favorite. Honestly, if you just if you cut out the other sequels and you just had one and this one, I mean, I guess there's characters in there and there's elements that they talk about, but they really like honestly, this one references the first one and the like the first Woodsboro murders a ton, and there's characters from two, three, and four, but they don't really reference like story elements that were really prominent. They don't mention the college. They don't mention. Uh, anything that happened really in the third one, Parker Posey's character or filming of the Stab movies. They do make... So in the movie, the uh, Stab 8 is the most recent one and like they talk about how everybody hated Stab 8. It had nothing to do with the other ones and they show like a clip from Stab 8 and the ghost face guy has like has giant muscles with a sleeveless like hood instead with like a silver mask and he's got a flamethrower and they're like Stab 8 just went off the rails and like they don't even care anymore which is very much like the Jason movies. Like by the time that he was revived from being dead it was just ridiculous like so right. being horror f- guys you're gonna really appreciate right. everything they I'm say. excited uh, worth a theater visit support great. your local movie theater sounds great support your local movie people what you're just not coming through why oh sometimes it's the bottom where it's plugged in why sometimes you pull down on it there you go. I didn't do anything hello you're not Am I coming through? Yep. They didn't all drop. sailing <laughs> two things that i don't do yeah all right guys it's about this time in the show that we stop rattling our faces and uh do a little pearl of wisdom this is true <laughs> do you want me to go first yeah wow it's just fucking well i went last, last time 
I mean, no, it's fine. We do this every time. I can totally understand why you guys wouldn't have anything prepared. Yeah. No, I'm just I, I just talked about my I talked to my dad dying last time. No, so. yeah, dude, I'm trying way, to work in my office listening to you, and you made me you. cry like the littlest fucking oh girl gosh. with a skinny okay, dude. So it's I can't you. imagine what you were like. I could hear you a little bit, but oh, I was like, I was, Bobby's got to be a mess right now. I was a mess. I was a mess. He was. Um, Bobby I got was some a, feedback from some of our people. Bobby was a mensch. Yeah, yeah. I also love that Aaron was so distraught and probably so drunk at that point that he, when he was like, "No, remember when we went to your mom's funeral like last year?" I'm like, "Dude, that was like three years ago." (laughs) God, I know. It's been so like it's so crazy how we could all lose track of time and how things seem like 2019 doesn't seem like that long ago, but it's it seemed really inappropriate that we recorded a podcast there. Yeah, my mom's service that was at the grave. Yeah, that was weird. I don't know. It was weird. Kind of weird. Yeah. It's one of it's archived. Well, it was either that or that that diner that we were at, where like uh, Aaron got the um, the the meatloaf biscuits and gravy or something. I forget what. It Holy got. fuck, dude! The that roadside. diner sucks. Yeah, the roadside. The roadside cafe. Dude, the place is huge. Sucks. Awful. It's all I'm that's there though. You. That's the Awful. it's the restaurant. Dude, that Madonna was trying to huff on everybody else's shit though. They're so like, where are you from? Which I was doing? I was just telling you guys a story outside. Should I just regale yes. our audience? With the story I told you guys, because it took place a mile and a half from that shitty fucking restaurant where I lived. (laughs) So I lived on a place called Sullivan Road or the East Hammond, as they call it. And my parents had moved away for like three years because my dad got a job for a company called Hess. And they lived on St. Croix. And my mom always used to call me, and she's like, you wouldn't believe these fucking centipedes that live in St. Croix. They're, like, like three foot long. Like, these Whoa. fucking monster, like, prehistoric fucking centipedes, fucking, right? Fucking Peter Jackson King Kong Just centipedes. nightmare <laughs> centipedes. So they move back. I'm looking for a new place to live because I'm not going to live with my parents when I'm 24 or whatever the fuck I was. <laughs> and... um I'm laying in my uh, bedroom on the floor watching E-Bombs World with my buddy Jeremy that I went to high school with. We were watching like old G.I. Joe PSAs and shit. Right. That's what we did back then. Who wants a body massage? And out of the corner of my eye, I see something doing like an S situation. Yes. Scurrying. Yes. Across the floor. Big fucking like eighteen inch fucking centipede. Yes, is just screaming across the floor. Screaming, yeah. (laughs) You squawking. You war cry. (laughs) Holding a tiny shield. He had a hatchet. Jeremy is so scared that he jumps on top of the bed and is trying to climb up the wall and find a window (laughs) to fucking like. He was like, "What the fuck is that?" And I'm like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. So I grab my old Doc Martin and I smash it on the top of the head of this fucking thing right where it gets to me. Because it was like really aggressive. It's like coming at me. Yeah, they suck. So I hit it with this fucking thing and it doesn't die. Instead, it rears up (laughs) on its back two fucking legs. Or it's back two like hundred legs. Well, it's a centipede that has a hundred legs. Yeah, it's on its back two. So it's up. And it just looks at me, and he's all like, "Scott, flip you And he, this fucking thing, he, I he hit, gave him the blood sign, dude. With this, with six. You have no down. idea how to do that. So apparently, it's big B, big B, yo. Nobody, nobody can see that. So uh, this is a 
verbal medium. Yeah, is that <laughs> it? We should have a YouTube channel. So apparently it scurries off into the closet. My dad comes down the hall because he's like, here's two grown women screaming. <laughs> it's just me and Jeremy. Yep. And throws on all the lights. And I'm like, there's a fucking centipede, Dad. I don't know what to do. And um, so the moral of the story in my pearl is like, don't trust your parents because they're nope. trying to kill you. They're no. trash. Yeah. They just brought home a fucking centipede trash. in my mom's, you know, stockings. She was or, in your socks. You know, well, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And I, you said that your dad went to go look for it. But I let me just say this. When the day comes that your dad passes... It's going to happen in the hospital bed, and then you're just going to see the centipede crawl out of his ear. Right. Like he's been running the show <laughs> since this it's shit going, happened. It's going men in black. Yeah, full men in black, too. Star yeah. Trek II, my dad. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh. God, I love that All movie. Right, but that I'll part go, irks me still. I'm so going to let Sean go last because okay. he's the guest. And he has nothing. And he has oh, nothing. Um. Don't dissuade people in your life from doing their shit. It's weird. You have your shit. They have their shit. Sometimes they're better at different stuff than you are, but it it it's challenging to see them do something better than you at a particular thing. What I mean is, if somebody's better than you at something, it's very weird to see them excel over you and not recognize that if they're doing it better than you let them be them and if they can contribute to your life doing that do it you can't be the best at everything all the time as much as i want to be i know these gentlemen want to want to be the best that they can do all the time they can't i can't they can't but if somebody's better than you at something Learn, love, get it, man. Like, learn from them, get it. Like, Sean's fucking better at doing what he does than I'll ever be. Bobby is better at what he does than I'll ever be. Learn from them, get it. If you can, I'm a moron, get it. And and try to unfold that into what you do. But don't, don't disrespect and don't, misunderstand that the importance of what they do those people in your life it's so important to learn from it get it and fucking move on yeah yeah i'm gonna say okay so uh don't give up on something just if you're if you're not that good at it but you still enjoy it don't get frustrated. This is a thing that we try to teach kids, especially when they're first starting out t-ball and things. And if they don't, a lot of kids are, if they're not immediately good at something or at least, you know, can hang, they just quit. Uh, I played fantasy football for 12 years before I won this year. And I was about to quit doing because I fucking hated it. And I hated like watching like my fucking phone and refreshing every five seconds and stuff. If you're not good at something, but you like doing it, don't give up just because you're not that good at it. It's still fun. Like everybody that's played pickup sports, you play pickup basketball, mm-hmm. play pickup hockey. There's always that one guy out there who's having more fun than everybody else. And guess what? He's probably the second worst guy out there sure. or worst chick out there. Don't give up on something just because you're bad at it. And that's kind of just picking off, backing off of yours. I like yeah, that. Man. I like and that. so I'm piggybacking off of his too. When you were saying that, I was also thinking if someone's better than you at something, instead of getting jealous, get educated. Learn. Pay attention. Learn. Learn. 
Katie's been trying to t-ball you forever. What's that? What's t-balling? Yeah, you know. So Every, she puts my balls on the tee and just whacks them with a bat. Yes, sir. That makes a lot of sense. Dude, though. that's Fridays, dude. That's not even anything fancy. Have you, have you been? Have you had your own balls shoved up your own ass? Uh, no. Well, that's something I invented in high school, but it's not my own balls. It's you have to shove. You shove your balls into someone's ass, and then you dangle and swing from it. It's called the chandelier. <laughs> 